Hello, everyone. Kent Maddox along with Beverly Maddox. We hope you're having a great morning, afternoon, or evening whenever you're listening or watching. And uh, we don't take it for granted that you take time to uh, stop by and have a chat with us. And so hopefully we're encouraging you. Many of you have been encouraging us, uh, sharing your thoughts and comments with us. We really appreciate that. It's very encouraging. Thank you so much for doing that. And uh, we're going to talk some more today about what we believe God is speaking to us as the ecclesia about a transformational community that God is raising up globally. Uh, and we think it's going to be a powerful time together. Beverly? Well, for me, um, you know, we've been reading these poems right along, and it is spring. Even though when I woke up this morning, it was 25 degrees in Oxford, Alabama. But um, I think that as we continue to talk about community, I think we're going to talk a little bit about alignment today and the seasons, the appointed times of God which we are in, and as we pursue this transformation in communities and in cities and states, a nation and the nations of the world, especially our nation right now, I thought that this was a good poem, and uh, it's called This Moment. What is it I wish I could see? From where I'm sitting, I have the key. Mountains in the distant vista, taking it all in, make a list of... Just the parameter of beauty that surrounds. Magnolia trees, azaleas, tiger lilies abound. Gently sloping, trace a path. Nothing displaced in the aftermath. Refuge welcoming, peace beckoning. Leave it outside here. There is no reckoning. Enter the gates. Step inside. The heart of the place is strong. Foundation, walls, for this I long. Embrace nurtured as if a womb, outside chaos may still loom. Here in this moment, set apart each morning the opportunity for a new start. This may not last forever. Taste, drink it in, savor. Commit to memory how this feels. That's what makes it all so real. How about that one? It's beautiful. I can throw the mic down. I can't <laughs> drop it. Beautiful. The moment. It is the moment. We believe we're in a moment. We believe we're in a spiritual moment. We talked about it the last time we were together, that we really believe uh, the year 2020 and the plague and the pandemic that we went through <laughs> was God positioning us for a moment. We really believe, Beverly and I believe, that everything that can be shaken is being shaken and has been shaken so that we can receive a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And we really feel like that the Lord is shifting and changing the concept of church. We talked about it last uh, uh, episode about the ecclesia, what that means. Jesus said, I will build my ecclesia. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. The concept of transformation uh, how that we really feel God is shifting an entire uh, remnant of people to a kingdom mentality, crossing over for conquest. Uh, like Israel, a nation, uh, we believe we're a spiritual nation that we're poised at the Jordan to cross over and to begin to not only transform lives, but unlock cities, states, and nations uh, with the power of the glory of the gospel of Christ and the royal ecclesia legislating the heavens through intercession to literally see Jesus' prayer fulfilled, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it's being done in heaven. 
And so we're really uh, praying. We've been strategizing about uh, a transformational community that involves churches, businesses, homes, the marketplace, the marketplace mm-hmm. uh, all forms of culture and society with the concept of kingdom transformation. Uh, Israel was called to be a light to the nations, and we really believe it's time to let our light shine. Jesus said, a city set on a hill, the light's not supposed to be covered up. You're supposed to let it shine. I was watching, uh, Bev and I have a lot of videos of our grandchildren, <laughs> and I was watching one where our grandson Preston, he must have been three years old. He was sitting on my shoulders. I don't think he was quite two, two three. <clears throat> we were singing, singing this little light out. of mine, I'm going to let it mm-hmm. shine. And we got to the point, hide it under a bushel, and he goes, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to let it shine. You don't know if you remember that old song. It's worth playing it. <clears throat> I tell you. We might have to just show that just for the sake of just showing it because it's so, he is passionate. And I think if we could capture that almost three-year-old little boy's passion to let our light shine, it would be a remarkable occurrence in the earth today. Bev, tell everybody watching the about the vision you had about Houses of Light. Well, this was way early in the early aughts, and um, we had just a great group of people that were attending Word Alive. Everybody really was involved. We had so much volunteerism. Everybody brought their gifts to the table. And I don't even think we had been introduced to the redemptive gifts yet. It was around that same time, but pre-redemptive gift revelation. And the Lord really just showed me an open vision. And I saw every house, I mean, literally every house, I, I believe in our entire state, lit from within, and it opened a portal over everyone's home, just like in Jacob's Ladder, where angels were ascending and descending and bringing information back from the heavenly realm. And you can only imagine my surprise when Chuck Pierce showed up, and he's actually got a map of the state of Alabama, and there's my entire vision. I mean, it's something that I believed, and I'm, I'm not limiting God. But I believed it was a, a work from this house, from the light that was emanating from Word Alive International Outreach was literally igniting fires in people's homes and that they were so on fire for the kingdom of God that it was beginning to demonstrate itself into the heavenly realm. And then, of course, Chuck came right along. He's like, and the Lord showed me. And I was like, well, of course he did. And so I I believe that that's really the season that we're in. This is what's happening. And we spoke of it last episode. COVID really afforded us that opportunity to become those portals within our homes. And I know that we were isolated, and I know that um, there wasn't a lot of visiting going on. But my goodness, with those Zoom calls, I mean, you you could host an entire ministry right there in your home and, and have done. We've done it over and over and over again, and we know now literally thousands of people that have implemented that as a ministry tool in their home. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that about online because we really feel like that the Lord is talking to us about establishing yes. a transformation community online. Yes, we'll gather in our homes or wherever we gather in churches, but we'll be connected online. 
Why? Because we're like-minded mission. We, we want to see lives, cities, states, and nations transformed, number one. So we're on mission together for transformation. Uh, number two, it, uh, it would allow us to connect to each other. We mentioned last episode a young man who's dri- driven 16,000 lift dr- lift passengers to build a school in Liberia uh, and, that's I mean, and now educating it's added a computer lab that educating 1200 children chart for these kids yeah staggering uh from other people we've met around the world here in Alabama and other places that are just doing significant works to see lives literally neighborhoods cities and states transform so to connect with one another yes. uh letting our gifts be shared amongst each other in the in the in the transformational community but then also you connecting with Beverly and I because we really believe that God has raised us up to be a part of igniting a triumphant reserve and so we're going to be having special equipping and teaching opportunities that Beverly and I will be bringing you not just ourselves, but those that we walk with, Chuck Pierce and others, into this transformational community because we really believe that that, that part of our mandate is to equip a community to, to walk in transformation it and has to connect. such a gift of connection. I mean, it's it's really remarkable at, at just the opportunities. I mean, for example, when we were in D.C., and we were coming off the elevator, and I just casually mentioned to you something that was on my heart about prison reform. And in the state of Alabama, you know, we have a, a lot of um, uh, change happening in our prison reform system. And so we were discussing that, and the man that turned next to us was standing next to us, just turned and said, what? And it turns out he's in He's like, DC. did you say prison? He's like, that's what I do. I, I transform. I'm, I'm, I do prison Reform. Right. And the recidivism rate, that is really what he is advocating and lobbying about is is better programs once someone is released and more opportunities. I mean, he had it right there on his T-shirt, and that's what he was actually doing in D.C. So it it's just you never know who God is going to connect you with, and we're really hoping he's going to come. We're going to have an opportunity yep. to show him what we do here. Well, we're in our mission, our mandate, we believe, is to connect you with other like-minded people yes. in this community so that we can share ideas, share concepts, resources to help each other move forward in the transformation of lives, cities, states, and nations. But most importantly, allowing us, we believe, through Revelation, to connect with heaven. Because <laughs> yes. without heaven's power and without heaven's miracles and heaven's presence through Christ— Uh, There is no transformation, and we really believe we have a revelation about alignment. And so not only aligning with a mission of transformation and aligning with each other, you aligning with us, but aligning with heaven, because we really believe we've actually written a book about it, a small book. It's inexpensive. I think it's $5. You can grab it uh, on Amazon, or you can go to lifeoffreedom.site on alignment, how to align with heaven. But these houses of light that Beverly saw were literally aligned with heaven and became portals for heaven to uh, invade that home and cause that home to become a ministry center uh, for the glory of God. I'm reading an old book uh, called Crossing Rivers, Taking Cities uh, by Frank DiMazio, who's been a great writer and a great theologian for years in the kingdom of God. Uh, from Portland, Oregon, uh, forwarded by uh, or endorsed by Louis Palau, Jack Hayford, Dutch Sheets. And so anyway, uh, part of 
part of his concept, which I thought was very interesting, the chapter that grabbed me, when Beverly's talking about houses alight, we're talking about a transformational community aligning with each other, aligning with heaven. His, this chapter is transforming homes into ministry centers. And isn't this interesting, because we mentioned the pandemic about in 2020, here's the scripture he opens it up with, Paul the Apostle writing, I kept back nothing that was helpful, but proclaimed it to you and taught you publicly and from house to house. Yes. And the scripture is Acts 20, 20. How do you make you how do you really cannot. Make, make, make that up? And he says the Joshua model has been our point of reference thus far from the beginning of Joshua's transition into the leadership role passed on by Moses on the crossing of the River Jordan and taking of Jericho. We've extracted city-reaching principles. We have endeavored to understand that a city securely shut up means to us in the what it means in the 21st century. We have discovered that a city securely shut up can be surprisingly opened by using the right spiritual keys. How about that? And so, for example, here in Eufaula, Alabama, in our All in Alabama movement, there's a lady I call her Miss Pat. She, at her home, one afternoon the Lord spoke to her, Go on your porch, ring the dinner bell. She did. And the Lord said, Ring the bell and pray. The next thing you know, her neighbor comes out, What are you ringing the bell for? And she said, Well, the Lord told me to ring the bell and pray. She said, Can I pray? Yes. Did it the next night. The next neighbor came. The next night, another neighbor came. The next thing you know, she said, After several days, she had 50 or 60 people on the front porch of her house ringing the bell and praying. The Lord did instruct her to give them bells. So she went and bought bells, these hand bells. Yes. I gave know. everybody a bell and said, Go do what I'm doing. And just in a matter of a short time, now she said in Eufaula, Alabama, at 6 p.m., you can hear bells ringing all over the neighborhood, people calling each other to prayer. And so this is that powerful it transformational is. concept. Like, we want you to meet Miss Pat. We want to hear what she's got to say. Obviously, God might not be talking to you about ringing the bell and praying, but whatever God's instructing you to do, we believe this model is going to be a uh, of reaching cities, unlocking cities. There will be acts prophetic acts, powerful intercession that will be happening in homes in these portals, learning to use our homes as ministry centers. Uh, Frank writes very powerfully, your soul becomes a ministry center dispensing Christ from your personal private inner treasury. <laughs> Isn't that good? Your dwelling place, your home becomes a ministry center dispensing daily the kingdom of God, love, sacrifice, forgiveness, hope, hospitality, healing, and the gospel. Beverly and I just uh, had the chance just a few weeks ago to go pray for our nation, and we visited Mount Vernon, George Washington's home. We were we were taken back by their hospitality. Yes. The tour guide said literally anybody that came by and knocked on the door was welcome to stay. And to stay as long as they needed to stay, and they were fed, housed, clothed, taken care of until they were able to get back on their journey. I thought that was just such an incredible gift of hospitality. Very powerful. And they were known for it. Your neighborhood and immediate areas become your responsibility for ministry. You gain a vision for your neighbors, neighborhoods, local schools, and needy people within your sphere of influence and strategize with others in your household or your team how to minister to yes. those needs. It's an army, a transformational army that are mobile arcs of the covenant, 24 Seven, 24 days, 24 days a week, 24 <laughs> hours a day, seven days a week. 
with the manifest presence of Jesus and unusual miracles as our validation, we believe that God is raising up a transformational community. Homes will be the basis for it, these houses of light that Beverly is talking about, as she saw so clearly in the vision. And part of our transformational concepts together will be teaching and equipping how to establish a house of light to become this portal where heaven has access to earth through our home and through your home, we believe it's going to be a very, very powerful moment uh, or movement and a moment as our uh, as the poem Beverly Beverly read and written had written so powerfully. This concept of alignment with our homes is powerful around a concept we've gained revelation called Rosh Kadesh. Most people understand or are beginning to understand God's got a calendar and God has uh, feast times, and God has special moedims, appointed times where he wants to meet with us. Bev mentioned it last episode, a weekly Sabbath. That's right. That God said, if you'll pause for 24 hours, I'll meet with you. I'll give you revelation. I'll speak to you. I'll strengthen you. I will heal you. I will help you. But then there's three major feast times, major appointments that the Lord has said through Scripture, Passover, Pentecost, and tabernacles. Now, some say, well, these are the Old Testament or Feast of the Jews. They're actually Feast of the Lord. And Zechariah 9 or 12 says so powerfully, any nation or people that don't keep these feasts during the millennial reign of Christ, so Christ has already returned back to the earth, people that don't keep these feasts or appointed times will have no natural reign. So we see how important these portals are. But recently, a scripture exploded over these appointed times and how these are the moments in the calendar that God gives us access to heaven. It's Ezekiel 46, verse 1, and it just exploded. Uh, Pastor uh, Abby, one of our uh, apostolic cohort in Alabama, uh, shared this with us, and it is extremely powerful. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. The gate of the inner court facing east is to be shut on the six working days, but on the Sabbath day and on the day of the new moon, it is to be opened. Look at that. These are portals. That's exactly right. Every Sabbath, there's a 24-hour portal open. Every new moon, every Rosh Kadesh, there is a 24-hour portal opened. And so this is our dream and vision. Can you dream with us a minute? What if all of us really begin to be a part of this global transformational community and we begin to not only align with each other, align with uh, the teachings, align with the transformational concepts, but can you imagine a global community Uh on Rosh Kadesh, sometimes during this 24-hour portal each month. We invite friends, families, associates that's in this movement with us to come to our homes, and we could online even, but we together at the same time are opening portals in the earth for heaven to invade earth, for angels to be released, for revelation to fall, for healings to occur, for the manifest presence of Jesus and unusual miracles. This is what we believe this concept could do as we align with heaven through these powerful transformational concepts. Well, we started doing this years and years ago, and just the community that was birthed out of it was remarkable. But now, with all in Alabama, this is what we do. Every Rosh Kadesh, we are somewhere in our state throughout these districts, these 12 districts, worshiping God. And I think we're covering six counties for this Five coming one. Five to six yes, every time. Uh-huh. Yes. So it's a really remarkable 
uh, ministry tool that you have right there within the power of your hands. And it's literally just an invitation away. We believe part of this transformational community is going to release the anointing for household salvation. This is when Exodus uh, 12, when we're talking about Passover, it says if the household is too small, share the lamb with a neighbor next to your house. Take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts of the houses. The blood shall be a sign on your house. When I see the blood, I will pass over. None shall go out of the door of this house until morning. It's the Passover sacrifice of the Lord who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt when he struck the Egyptians and delivered entire households. And so we believe, as the apostle Paul said, you and your house shall be saved. And in that term household, that's not talking about my family. That's my home, my work, my business, my sphere of influence, my associates, those I'm associated with. And we believe God is ready to literally release a powerful kingdom movement in the earth of transformation that we've never seen witnessed before. We believe we're at one of those Isaiah 60, is it 60 or 61 uh, moments? Uh, Gross darkness has covered the face of the earth. Therefore, arise and shine for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord shall be seen upon You've you. You've gone King James on me several times. Today. I am a King James mood today, Beverly. Uh, I had no idea. It's a King James kind of a day. A I got you. Sunday kind of love. Uh-huh. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Sabbath kind of love for me because I have fallen in love with it. Honestly, when uh, uh, I think I said this on our last episode, I, I think we should call this the transformation movement because we do do not stop. So embracing a Sabbath has really been a blessing. And we really are because I think of the intentionality of it and just quieting our own souls and quieting our minds. We're really hearing from the Lord so clearly. We really are. And we're excited to have this opportunity to share it with you because we believe we can't miss this moment. Correct. This is a moment. Uh, Beverly, you read that poem, right? This was the yes. moment. It's it. This is the moment, and we've been really instructed by prophetic voices. When during the pandemic, the Lord shifted the spiritual inference outside the four walls of the church. Not that we won't still go to church. I love worshiping. Well, we come to be I equipped. Love, we come to be yes. prepared, and we also come to bring our testimonies of what God's doing. That's. To me, that is one of the greatest aspects of what we do in ministry is hearing from everyone else and what God is doing in and through them. That's the glory. It's just like this uh, a pastor friend of ours in England that uh, we heard heard from during the last couple of years during this pandemic. He actually is a uh, doctor, uh, also a pastor, and his main... Uh, Ministry or main practice is he helps children get over what's called a lazy eye. Uh And he felt like the Lord spoke to him uh, during the pandemic about the church and the transition that we're in and transformation. Uh, He said when when a child has a lazy eye, it's not that the eye uh, doesn't have the ability to function and see. It's just it's not being used. And so what they do— to get it to work is they actually blind the good eye. They put a patch over the child's good eye, which forces Mm -hmm. the lazy eye to begin to function and to begin to work. And over just a short period of time, this eye begins to function and fully begin to have vision and can see. 
he made the analogy prophetically that we he believes the church, the ecclesia, has had a lazy eye. Yes, he did. So we have a good eye, which, man, we know how to worship. We know how to teach and preach God's word. We have great anointed services, which is awesome. But we've not been very good at reaching cities like neighborhoods, cities, states, and nations and seeing transformation. And he believed that during the pandemic, God literally, you know, uh, one our good eye. Right. We couldn't come to church. We couldn't worship. We couldn't do do those Not things. Not corporately. Not corporately. But think about China. Think about before the wall came down in uh, Germany. Germany. Think about these places with no buildings and no opportunity to meet. The church has exploded yes. over the past decades true. through the presence of Jesus and unusual miracles. We talked about last episode, the early church had no building, no Bible, yet in just a few short months, 100,000 people were transformed following Christ in Jerusalem. No doctrine, no theology, no no legalism. Just the resurrected <laughs> no Jesus and the just manifest resurrected Christ. and unusual miracles. That's and right. so we believe in this season, God is wanting, asking us to help establish a transformational community for the sake of alignment. So we align with one another on a like-minded mission. We begin to find about find out what, what each other's doing in this community, how we're doing it, share ideas, share concept, share revelation, share resources, encourage, celebrate together. Yes. But also you align with Beverly and I and the apostolic call on our life as far as being able to equip you and empower you. Uh, I think I may have mentioned this earlier, but coming soon, uh, Thank you so much for those that helped uh, helped us recently with the book I'm writing with Pastor Benny Hinn titled Led by the Spirit, What I Learned from Benny Hinn About Empowered Living. Some of you pre-purchased it. It's about to be available. We'll be sending that to you in the mail. But we will be hosting for our transformational community uh, only uh, a seven-week uh, series on these seven revelations I learned from Pastor Benny Hinn, which I think will be very empowering to you that as they have been to Beverly and I. But we want to share this kind of information with you and empower you with what we've been given and empowered with so that we can see transformation moving in and through your life. Of course, as well, we've written this transformation workbook, which is kind of the bedrock of what we're going to be doing, which is the four weeks discipleship course based on identity, alignment, empowerment, and assignment. And so that's what we use to disciple people in our spheres of influence with these concepts. And then we begin to align together around these open portals, worship God, pray, allow unusual miracles to happen, and then boom, the result is transformation of our households, our neighborhoods, our cities, states, and nations. I love every bit of that. And how good it, and pleasant it is for men to dwell together in unity. We may not agree on every single thing, but we're united in this quest to transform nations. Absolutely. With what? The resurrected power of the cross. Unusual miracles in the manifest presence That's of exactly Jesus. That's exactly right. And the power inherit in that. That's what the early church enjoyed, and that's what we believe God is bringing a total reformation to the church in this age that we live in. We are in a supernatural moment. So it's all the pressure off of us, though. It's much easier, I think, <laughs> than we thought it was. Jesus said he would build the church. We've yes, been trying to build the church, and he said, you just use the keys. I've given you the keys to unlock the kingdom 
And uh, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. We're not, we believe we're not only going to be able to unlock people's lives, but literally unlock cities, yes. neighborhoods, states, and nations uh, in this moment in the kingdom of God. The Bible prophesied there would be a generation in the earth that would do the same work Jesus did. Yes. And would do it globally in mass transformation. It says the glory of God. We want to see that. We truly want to see that. It says the glory of God would cover the whole earth like the waters covered the sea. And so we really believe that we are in a moment. We don't want to miss it. We want to do our part. We know our part may be a small part, but we want to do our part to bring a transformational community together to see God's purposes and plans fulfilled in the earth. So if you'd like to know more about that, it's obviously not fully formed. We wanted to start talking to you about it first, but you can go to lifeoffreedom.site. There's a page there. You can just put your email and say, hey, uh, we would like to be some of the first to know about this transformational model and some of the teachings that would be available. Uh, And just give us your email. As soon as we have it ready to roll out, you will get it first. And then, of course, uh, the transformation workbooks there and our uh, resources on alignment and uh, many other things. But we really feel like this is part of our mandate in this season, and uh, we're excited to step out in obedience and hopefully uh, be a blessing to your life and see what the Lord can do. Well, we've really enjoyed our time today. And this, for us, it's really our heart's cry. This is something that we believe that the Lord has downloaded, I mean, really downloaded into us from the very beginning of our journey. And to see the culmination of it and to see the season that we're in now and to see, we believe we're in the beginning of that billion soul salvation. We believe that's taking place even as we are sharing with you today. So just continue to pray with us. Share this out. If you've enjoyed this transformational workbook, by all means, go on Amazon, leave a review. Let everyone know how it's working with your small group and how many people you've had involved. We've found that between four to six people is great to get started. We know that you're not going to really finish this all up in four to six weeks. There's such a wealth of information. Check out all of the small books that are um, identity, alignment, empowerment, and assignment. It is brilliant, and it is really something that has, well, informed and transformed us personally. And it's not been uh, the easiest season in the world. And I know everybody's out there. You've got your own struggles. You've got your own things going on. But when you have the tools to overcome, which we believe this transformational information is that, it's a tool to overcome, to break through whatever it is that has been holding you back, whatever it is that has prevented you, whatever chaos and crisis that you have found yourself stuck in. Go on and move into the creative realm. That's what transformation truly is. You are not stuck. All you have to do is take that step forward and you have moved from the place that was holding you back. There's a difference between being in captivity and being in bondage. And we have found that God held our feet for a long season in fetters because we had something to learn and we were running all of the time, not taking time to listen, not taking time to get instruction. We just went, we believe that if it seemed good to us and the Holy Spirit, then we should just run don't run forward all of the time. Take a pause. Listen to the Lord. Take those steps. They are sometimes baby steps. Mm -hmm. Kent and I have a tendency to sprint everywhere that we're going, but we have learned some very valuable transformational 
information, and we want you to have it as well. It's a part of your weaponry. It's a part of your arsenal, and you need this. Just like when you put on your whole armor of God, you need to know how to transform your home, your neighborhood, your community, your city, your state, our nation, and potentially the nations of the world. So I encourage you, go on, leave a review, let us know how it's working for you, share this information out, share this podcast out. And by all means, if you are committed to praying for us, do not stop now. <laughs> Kent taught a powerful word this weekend, and uh, he just, here we were. We're ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep, and then just Water's over our head. In. That's it. That's all you can do. And the key word for us, and Kent keeps using this, this has become such an amazing part of our vocabulary. We're buoyant. We're in that stage of life that there is nothing that's going to hold us down. We just keep popping back up to the surface. And even though the enemy really does, especially when you start moving in any small way toward the promises of God, the enemy comes in and tries to distract you. Just remember, that's all it is. It's just a distraction. Ignore him. Confess the word. Make sure you have on your whole armor of God. Make sure that you are feeding yourself daily on the Word of God. And just like we have given you this information today, share this out and begin to prepare for transformation because that's what God has for you. He wants your life transformed. He wants you reformed. He wants you informed. He wants you moving forward. Just do it with intentionality and listen for His instruction. We have found that that is always going to be the best way instead of just running. Absolutely right and beautifully put lifeoffreedom.site. That's how you can gain all this information on books on alignment. Maybe you don't understand the whole concept of God's calendar. There's a great book on that, our transformational workbook. Uh, if you've not gotten the uh, uh, book that we're doing with Pastor Benny, that's available there as well. But most of all, if you would like to know more information about this transformational community, please leave us your yes. email. And as soon as we roll it out, you'll be the first to know. We believe God's raising up a transformational army in the earth. And it's going to be one of the greatest moves of the Holy Spirit in the earth that we have ever seen. And we're excited to be alive on the earth for such a time as this. So thank you so much. Hopefully we've encouraged you today. You've encouraged us by watching and listening. Thank you so much for your time. Please go to lifeoffreedom.site. And uh, until next time, continue to be blessed and continue to believe for transformation in Jesus' name.